healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the Basement Film Music Club. You are now tuning in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, as usual, and uh, we have the podcast for you right now that was inevitable. Look, we are all fans of, of the Tay-Tay, the Taylor Swift here. We love pop music, and uh, anytime she puts out an album, it is a bit of an event. Any fan of music who tells you differently is probably stretching the truth a little bit uh so uh we knew this was coming out and we took our time with it and thought about it and uh the results i'll just be upfront with you aren't aren't good and uh so this is a uh this is a, a serious discussion you're about to hear about taylor swift and where she's at in 2017 and what that means uh, because we're taking 2017 pretty seriously, and and it, what we, you know, we need to do better is my is my thought, and uh, you can hear some Marcus Dowling's thoughts on that too. But uh, this is not a a way to do that. So, for all of you asking uh, out there in music journalism, say where are all the bad reviews? Uh, here it comes. <laughs> And we're not even gonna we're not gonna put a track on the back end of this because I don't want to attach anything to the stink here. Uh, so uh, that is what you're in for. I would not blame you for tuning out, but if you want to hear what we have to say, uh, which I think you you will uh, agree with or at least engage with, because uh, it is at least thought provoking this reputation uh, of Taylor Swift's. Uh, then let's head on down to the basement where you're gonna hang out with me and my friend Marcus K. Dowling. Talking about Taylor Swift's latest uh, foray into the art world, Reputation. They're like, well, we can't boost it. It's, it's nice. We'll pay you more well, for it. Well, I think she may have ethered herself on this. So bad. And we'll, we'll talk about that. So bad. But, uh, but yeah. You ready to you ready to, ready to rock? Man, why are we doing this? Because we have to. It'll get hits. It's, yeah. We have to talk about it, though. Well, we have to because we're kind of fans, right? Oh, me? Absolutely. I love Taylor Swift. And I, as a, Eduardo couldn't be here. He's a super fan. But yeah. we are all... You're kind of fans in the sense that we like pop music. Yeah. And up to this point, she's been really good at pop music. And uh, we astoundingly good. Like, I've been a fan of Taylor Swift since um, our song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think. Like, re- like really, like, 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 I was. Our song came at a time in my life where, like, I, I wasn't ready for it mm-hmm. and i wasn't like ready for 
that style of country at that point. Mm-hmm. Like that's very early in like the the country to pop crossover thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like just pop enough or just country enough where like it hit a, a sweet spot that I've had in my heart for the stuff that Taylor Swift does for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, then there's this yeah. record. So so Taylor Swift starting in 2006. Uh, was it her first album on Big Machine? No. It wasn't. So no. it was the early albums that built Big Machine because her dad runs yeah. Big Machine. Right. And made her a superstar uh, over the course of six albums has been at least the most visible pop star. Some say the, the greatest in the world, at least uh, big enough to attract the attention of Kanye. Uh, as we all know, which yeah. we're gonna we're actually gonna talk about that, of course, uh, you have because to. I think uh, it ties in pretty strongly to this this album we got here. She's back with a new album called Reputation, uh, and to get this out of the way, we have been asking all year and before the year, after the election last year, what exactly Trump was gonna do to music. Yeah, and I feel ashamed that none, and I mean none of this. You're usually pretty good at this. None of us, like it was all like, well, this is stupid of you to say that people suffering should cause great art, but yes, it'll probably it'll probably produce this. It'll do this, and and people have protest songs. And you do all this. What none of us considered was that it would create Trump pop. It- that you would have. An artist that's so closely aligned to the new Trump America, <laughs> like, none of us. How could how could we not, how could we it's, miss this so glaringly? Okay, okay. But, but, but so, so I want to get that out of the way to let people who are listening yeah. to this know where we're coming from. This is um, a really be, bad album. Be, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to say it nicely. It, 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 it is, but it's a really interesting album because it's bad in a way. That uh, is, in large part, a failure of America and of American citizens and of, of people, modern people of the world. A certain subset. I yeah, see you making no, faces. No, I'm just trying because there's, like, there's a key part to the narrative that's like super important to this album. Um, it's the relationship of white females in America mm-hmm. to trap music. Yeah. And, um, okay, so I, I go to... I go to a I, I do a lot of like workout fitness craze stuff now in DC because it's readily available like two blocks away from me like mm-hmm. and and you can't avoid it. It's Washington DC in 2017. Everybody's wearing yoga pants. Everybody was wearing yeah. you know some some kind of fly fly knit sneaker at seven o'clock in the morning. So you know like I'll I'll go and work out with you guys too. Why not? Um, it's something to do. And this album is the kind of record that's made for like. White girls who go out on Saturday night and turn up to ghetto music. Yeah. And ghetto in quotes being super important mm-hmm. with their friends. And it no and they've in these deracialized the music and brought it yeah. more into like this like statement about being ratchet and ratchet deracialized again. Yep. yep. But being more about like I'm making a statement. I'm standing up for myself. And it's been subconsumed into this subset of women who went to the women's march, but weren't actually political. But they went because it felt like it was a thing that they had to do. And not that they were even necessarily like against Trump even, 
but it was just a thing that because they were biologically born a woman mm-hmm. that they had to go to this event. Yeah, uh, and it's a weird it's a weird so, mix of people. So this is our thesis. Yeah, this is, what, this is what we're going with. Yeah. Uh, again, if 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 you're like this, you guys are so full of shit. Uh, check out now. That's fine because we're gonna it's gonna be a quick podcast. But yeah. but uh, you're right. This is this is um, Taylor. Let no genre be unappropriated. <laughs> Swift's all of them uh, statement about what she views as music and arguably we'll we'll figure this out like the place of white women in music mm-hmm. in 2017 and and I'm going to give you exhibit A right now this kicks off the album yes. a little bit of ready for it Ready for it. Taylor Swift kicks off the album. If you were like, I sense a mix of trap and then basic Midwest white girl pop, you're right. That's mm-hmm. the formula. Her standard crew of, uh, who's the guy? Max Martin. Max Martin is on there. Um, not on this song, but uh, Jack Antonoff of Bleachers. Yes. Uh, plays a big part in this. You know, the, the hit crew yeah. uh, of modern hits. And um, it's... Pop is a weird thing. Oh, especially now. And and it's a weird thing to blame an artist for following the pop music trends. Because pop music is what people want to hear. So when we say this is a bad album, we're saying that like this is what people want to hear. It's it sold we now I don't have I, I don't have million. I don't have the piracy numbers because I I will bet they'll be higher. One point three million three million. Yeah. That's not In insignificant. That also is and that was done keeping it off streaming. Uh, I mean, those two things aren't related, I, I, I think, because the people that are her fans, that's, that's how many fans she has. She has 1.3 million fans. Right. And, they brought, and, they, and every single one of them bought this album. Exactly. And they bought it before they played the little Taylor Swift game that they had to play in exactly. order to, like, you know, get their early spot in line for the concert or whatever. She, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever machination Which we made. talked about. Yeah, we did, right. And, so and Eduardo was saying he was going to sign up for everything. Was, yeah, I, yeah. I wonder if he did. I know I, he bought the album. Right. Um, so in in the past, uh, her albums have fit into pop. Pop, to me, serves the purpose of making something you don't have to think in life, right? And mm-hmm. a lot... So, So it's just a... Uh, it can be a generic platitude about relationships, a generic platitude about love. Uh, it can be just I'm walking on sunshine, Katrina and the waves, right? Yeah. It can be it can be something fun, and um, a lot has been made about this album and and her not 
engaging in politics at all, uh, given the platform she has. And I, but I would say that this is actually the main problem is that she, she actually is. Yeah. And it's... she's playing into the politics of what well, gender politics right now of women oh. in 2017. We are in the middle of not a crisis, a, a, okay. a long, long, uh, awaited revolution where men are getting their comeuppance and across this album, you have a balance of two things, narcissism and, uh, and what I am trying to figure out, agency over her own like sexuality or pr- promiscuity or or doing what the patriarchy thinks that she should be doing. Okay. Because every if you go down this list of songs, er, my notes are essentially narcissism, uh, gorgeous, which we're going to hear in a little bit, blame someone else for destroying her relationship – and you know, and then uh, you get to a song like "Dress," and she's claiming power, uh, or is she giving up the agency because it, essentially she's being marked? Oh, this is one yeah. of my collection. Uh, oh. Future, who ends up on this? Future's on there, yeah. And, of course, you know, he is. The, the line only brought this dress so you can take it off. And in the context of that, in the context of this album, not in the context of like the world outside Taylor Swift, in the context of this album, the twenty-seven-year-old woman, which she is, saying that. And then including, uh, basically saying, uh, the old trope of "I'm just a slave for your love," is not not very 2017, right? No, but it is though. Okay. Well, it is. So here's the here's okay. So like, there's a giant qualifier with everything on this album. The woman is in control until the point where the guy is way too hot. Yes. And and that's the 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 that that okay. I just like unveiled the giant like you know. There's the reveal. Like that's the that's the issue with so much of like women's women's and gender identity politics mm-hmm. in 2017. You can blame Harvey Weinstein because he's ugly, because he's this ugly shitty yeah. man. And you're like, I hate you because you're an ugly shitty man. The second that there's like a hot guy that enters the party and enters the room, which well, gorgeous, which is why gorgeous is the worst song. You are being incredibly reductive, but there is some but, truth to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. I know I'm being incredibly reductive because this album is incredibly reductive. Yeah. That's why I had to do it. Yeah. Because this album reduces passion and joy and all these like high minded, you know, deeply thoughtful ideals of relationships and love and sex mm-hmm. and you know, even gender and gender politics and politics overall into like incredibly reductive things. It's like, you know, like gorgeous, which we'll play in a second, like, which is important because in this song, it's like, I am in full control of everything until a guy who is way too hot walks Mm -hmm. into the room. Then because this man is so hot, I just lose all agency. Yeah. So if you're a hot guy, you stay a chance with Taylor Swift. If you yeah. are not hot to the degree that she thinks that you are hot, or her friends like Carly Kloss, famous supermodels, think that you're hot, right. you are shit. Right. Which well, is insane. Well, there's no evidence of that, but it, but it is. But it, that's the, but 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 you want somebody, but but the idea that Taylor Swift is is promoting on this album that makes it even more troublesome to me is that you want her to want you. Yeah. And if you are not that, and there's only like 1% of men 
that are on that list yeah. of guys who want to be added a, to a her. A list where she calls help many times. She's got a list. That, oh, that's yes. on this album in 1989 and like the past four albums. It's a list and she's checking your name off right. and blah, blah. And, it's you're, a- and, and it's like, and the, the, the sad part is now is that like, she's like, yeah, I want to find a guy who has me on his list too. Yeah. Which is like bananas. I'm like, wait, we're, you have empowerment. You're a woman in the 21st century. You yeah. can do whatever you want. You know, you can fly high or go low. You can do whatever you want yeah. in the world. Yeah. And you can you can blame men who are horrible people of doing terrible things to you. Mm-hmm. And the world will believe you. Mm-hmm. These are great things that have happened in the world. And at the same time, all she wants to reduce this album to what, what it is at the mm-hmm. end of the day yeah. is she just wants some man to have her on his list. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're right. Which is Most like, of the songs concern themselves with that, and and that's what that's and and here's look here's Exhibit B to what we're talking about, um, and then we're going to the express- actual worst song of 2017, and, and and worse than White Man's World, worse than White Man's World. Oh fuck, dude. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know what's going on, man. It's pretty bad. Uh, here's a little bit of gorgeous, and uh, we're going to come back and, and we're going to talk about what you just said because I think it's important to contextualize that. So yes. This is gorgeous. You should take it as a compliment that I got drunk and made fun of the way you talk. You should think about the consequence of your magnetic field being a little too strong. And I got a boyfriend, he's older than us. He's in the club doing I don't know what. You're so cool, it makes me hate you so much. I hate you so much. Boyfriend, uh, that's bad. If if you if you don't have a boyfriend, that's honestly worse. I mean, so what are we doing now with with agency, uh, sexual politics, and whatnot? It, yeah. We we know um, the biological attraction of people, and and again, it should be Taylor Swift is a twenty seven year old woman who is richer than fuck, and also and also and attractive. attractive and attractive, and but she can wand. But and she can do whatever she wants. She can literally do whatever she wants. But what you hope when people reach that station now is that they look around and they say, I shouldn't be a complete narcissist. I shouldn't be just looking out for me. I should maybe take a look at my station in the world and, and how I can enrich it. And what you have here in that song is you know, her saying – yeah, I'm I'm gonna break up my relationship and your relationship so that we can be together. So that we can be together, and that look that happens. That's life. That is what people do. And and but how do you get to that station in life? And and a do that, <laughs> like, but b like think that that's a good thing to sell to people. And I know this is one of the many times this year we sound like a bunch of puritanical fucks. But come on, man! It's like you, 
there is enough bad in the world without promoting infidelity just because somebody's hot. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like I, I, I listened to this album and then I went back and I listened to like all of the, the singer-songwriters that I compare her to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, listened, I listened specifically to You're So Vain by Carly Simon. That's, yeah. And I was like, oh. Was probably about this age when she made that yeah. song. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. So you think that Warren Beatty is a, a real piece of, you know, a real piece of shit. So you wrote, write a song that basically says you're, you're a piece of shit. And you don't mention him by name, but you certainly say lots of things about him <laughs> yeah. in the song that are like yeah. really, really, really egregious. Right. So then I listened to Gorgeous again and I went, yeah, it's basically the same thing, except the difference. And here's the thing about, I guess, this generation of singer-songwriters that I'm starting to find like across the board mm-hmm. is that in your so vain there's a level of like awareness of like femininity as this kind of like demure thing where it's like benign almost in the conversation it it is i mean and, and we've actually talked about this on a, on a recent podcast it is um it was the start of an era where women were coming out as artists and being like, "We can talk about being a woman, right?" And, but and we're going to and we're going to sell records. Yeah, but you're still you're still they're still reserved. trying to yeah, we're still right. reserved about it. But you can at least talk. I mean, that's some of the best stuff that's ever been made. Yeah, to be quite honest, right? I mean, I, no, of course. But then you have this now, where Taylor Swift makes more money than God, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, the lead the lead artist on inarguably the best record label in the industry. Yeah, Big Machine is. By far makes every I, other I, yeah makes every other label look like you know like even even you know like your your Sony's or your you know Atlantics or whatever look like the Sisters of the Poor by comparison like she's leaps and bounds yeah. above everybody else so it's like she's got power she has a lot of power and she's using this power in a way that's reckless and I want to mention two other things that that will play into as we move mm-hmm. further to the conversation um. I have a feeling when she sat down with uh, Max Martin to put together this album on a production level, yeah. she gave him two albums. She gave him Good Kid, Mad City yeah. by Kendrick Lamar. Who's, who she's worked with. So. Yeah. And Yeezus by Kanye West. Interesting. Because there's not, a- Not a future album. Right. Not a future album. Like, future's there, but I think future's there if only because of the rappers that she could get to do something on here. Mm-hmm. The one that made the most sense for, like, you know, selling pop, true crossover pop records- Right, future. You got to go with future if you're trying to make a yeah, real, yeah. actual attempt at crossover pop, urban, urban leaning radio. But yeah, I mean, well, to bring up crazy. To, to bring up Kanye, you know, yeah. we we all know the kerfuffle about that, and 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 I look, I said this when uh, his video, what song was that for? Famous, yeah, famous. His video for famous, you know, in this era of like people getting like outed for assaulting women, that was an assault. No, it li- like that but, was a public assault but, because Taylor Swift did not sign up to have her naked torso splayed all over the television for people to see in the uh, internet. So laugh because we'll we'll get to that in a second. But we'll I just but, have to laugh. It's yeah, true. So, it's true. No, it is. It is true. And and some people so were true. like, "Oh man, don't be like that." It's like, I'm sorry. Like if that's my daughter, I'm knocking down Jesus's house, and I'm like not not to kick his ass. I'm knocking down his house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's so, a game over, motherfucker. But so, yeah. But but um. But yeah. So she, this idea that <laughs> again, in it's okay to not put politics on your record, but if you 
are sitting around thinking that it's it anybody gives a fuck about the beef between Taylor Swift or Kanye West in twenty seventeen right now. Like I I don't know what weird bubble or no. what intellectual deficiency you suffer from. Oh no, it's the it's the intellectual deficiency of the of the pop record industry. Yeah, oh maybe that's it. The only the only artist selling records this year is Taylor Swift. The only Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. But her is selling records, like full giant albums of music. 1.3 million of them were sold. Yeah. For her. More than Jay-Z, who put out an entire album which he ethered himself. Yeah. Like, that, that, he did. you know, yeah. it's crazy. So there's a thing with, with the whole Kanye beef that's important to this album in a sense that, like, Kanye brought Taylor Swift into the battle rap world in a very real oh, way. Kid. Like he like Go on. he like straight up dissed her on record. He was yeah, like, sure. "Yeah, I'm gonna grab my dick and I'm gonna say, Fuck you, Taylor Swift.' Boom, mm. yeah, you know, and threw up threw up rap hands in the midst of it. And Taylor Swift, you know, could have responded by demurring in a quarter and being like, "I am a beautiful young white woman, and this evil, sad, bad black man did this." And she did that for a couple of years. Yeah, but then when his his wife got involved mm-hmm. in said rap battle mm-hmm. and posted you know and, and posted you know Snapchat videos and yeah. put put tweets up on the internet. Then it was like okay, so if you want to, if you must engage me now in an actual rap battle, I'm gonna make an actual battle rap album, which is what. If you want the best way to contextualize this album, it's a battle rap album. It's a battle rap. Yeah, that's a good day. Yeah. She she made an entire album that was a largely a battle rap against Kanye West, which then also allowed her to space because she's battle rapping. She's in this space of like I am combative. Yeah, I'm pissed off. Mm. I'm a bitch, yo. That's what I'm doing. Ha ha ha. I'm gonna use rap. I'm gonna use rap cadences when I talk, mm. so that you can't deny that I'm not being a rapper. On this record, I'm going to throw up all of my rap hands. I can deny it. Well, I, I can too. <laughs> but it's, it's what she's trying to do. It's uh, a good lead into the song. This yeah. is this is because this is the battle rap song. This is the battle rap song. This is the first song that single that she released, and uh, I thought this was the worst song in 2017 personally, uh, mainly because it rips off Tao, of yeah. Tao and the Get Down Stay Down. Who we'll talk about it. But we, uh, when we come back, uh, take a listen to this bullshit. And when we come back. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna talk about uh, white privilege and uh, and talent. Don't like your little games. Don't like your tilted stage. The role you made me play the fool. No, I don't like you. I don't like your perfect crime. How you laugh when you lie. You said the gun was mine isn't cool no i don't like you but i got smarter i got harder in the nick of time honey i rose up from the dead i do it all the time i got a list of names and yours is in red underlined i check it once then i check it twice oh look what you made me do look what you made me do what you just made me do, look what you just made me Ooh, Look at what you made me do, look what you made me do, look what you just made me do, look what you just made me do. I don't like your kingdom, Kate. They once belonged. 
Look What You Made Me Do, uh, that is that was the first single, like I said, and you can go back through our little Twitter feed at Chunky Glasses, and you will see that I correctly called Hal Her for completely ripping off uh, Tao, the great Tao from Tao and the Get Down yep. Stay Down. She made a remarkable, not just a song on album, but a remarkable uh, song, Meticulous Bird, about female empowerment, yeah. about surviving sexual assault or harassment, and... Taylor just walks in and turns it into a rap battle. That is yeah. that is a straight lift from that song. There's no credit given. There's no nothing. Uh, and it's offensive because what what we're seeing here is something that we have been sort of struggling with as one of the bigger problems of 2017 as now yeah. uh, is, is privilege. And whether you want to call that white privilege – uh, upper class, like financial privilege, what whatever privilege you want to call it, privilege is a problem, and it's on full display on that song, and I think on this album because when you you, I, I gave a little definition of pop, what I thought pop was up at the uh, top of this, but I think it also has to plug into, it has to relate, yeah, right, and I don't know anybody who is relating. To this, besides, first of all, this is not an album for. This is not a PG thirteen album. No, this is Taylor, Taylor Swift has actual sex. This is Taylor Swift's big fucking adventure. Yeah, and whoever her, I don't, I don't know who her boyfriends were. The, Loki, the guy. Yo, uh, who, so who was the DJ? Oh God, it was like Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris, yeah. So this list of like maybe Ed Sheeran, I I don't know. And, and Ed Sheeran, who's on the album, sounding like Justin Timberlake for yeah, God knows what yeah, reason. Yeah, and 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 but, but what's important is that I don't care. And that's fine if you're going to make an album about sexuality. Okay. And but that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is she's making an album about that's supposed to be for her fans, supposed to be plugging into uh, some um, good feeling. And it just misses because this is not there. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put it like this is something I was thinking about on the way over here. Um, I'll, I'll be 40 in in uh, April, so. Mm -hmm. And you'll be 46 next year? Yeah. Okay. Thanks so, for that, Ben. <laughs> no, I'm just putting this out there because yeah. this album is made for people who are between the ages of 20 and 23, who are literally half our age. Right, but her fan base is between ten and seventeen. No, but not anymore though. These, okay. these kids have Maybe. aged. Okay. These kids, it's the same thing that's happened that happens with every pop star. Like the kids that like like the ten to seventeen year olds are listening to the girls who all broke up from Fifth Harmony. Those are their like female pop icons. Yeah. All those Fifth Harmony girls that turned into like seventeen solo stars. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift's fans are now getting ready to enter college. And they all needed the songs for Thursday night at the watering hole when boy black guy X, mm -hmm. you know, who may be an athlete of some sort, you know, like breaks their heart by hanging out with, you know, Susie cream cheese and they need a song <laughs> to like listen to <laughs> when they get back to the dorm right. and they're pissed off about right. Susie cream cheese having sex with their right. quasi supposed boyfriend. Right. Not that any of this matters in the grand scheme of the world. No, it doesn't. But because we know in the grand scheme of the world, because I'm 40 and you're 46, yeah. we understand, we understand the grand scheme of the universe yeah, and yeah. how none of this actually matters. But for, for these kids, this is the, the, the most important moment but that's what of I, the, their life. That's what I'm struggling with. All of these songs on this is that I don't even think it matters to them now. I think if 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 you are uh, 
if your whole existence is to essentially I strive to be rich and treat people like shit, then this is the album for you. Yeah, but, but I have a little more faith in humanity that people just aren't like that. But they they are they 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 aren't because this is this is where humanity does a, a giant split. Yeah. And this is the the point about this the, when you talk about this being an album that reflects Trump's America. Yeah, no, and that's why the the country has done a giant split. Yeah. So for people who are not in America who listen to this podcast, of which I know a couple, yeah. like in America right now, there are people who are on the left and on the right, and not like politically diametrically opposed left and right, but there are people who are who have privilege and are aware of their privilege, and who are people who even if they have privilege are un, are are not playing a game. That is defined by privilege. Yeah. yeah. So if you play this game of privilege, then like, look what you made me do is a perfect song because what you're, this song is all about is like, yeah, so Joshua is fucking around with it, Susie. So I'm going to go on Instagram and Twitter yeah. and say a whole bunch of stuff it, about Joshua and it, hopefully it'll go viral. It is the best ode to narcissism ever written. Yeah, it is. And that's I, I what, will and give that's her what that. culture's about. I, I will give her that. She's and a that, talented motherfucker if she can do that. Right, but that's what that's what the culture's about, though. So for her to deliver this record for that fan base is ideal. Now, yeah. the problem is going to be she's going to end up having to do what Miley Cyrus did, which oh, is okay. in two or three years, she's going to wake up out of this nightmare. Because she, she has a good two or three years of this to happen, by the way, because there's some... There's, there, she's gonna go through this whole phase. It's a yeah. phase. Yeah. Like Miley Cyrus went through the phase. You know, when she was dating Mike Will, made it, and you know, did twenty three and and all of that stuff. It got all these tattoos and walked around on stage with big giant phalluses hanging off of her body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift won't do that, but she'll go through something similar. Yeah. And then in two or three years, she'll wake up and there'll be an an interview in Billboard where she'll say, "I don't." need any more of this right maybe trap music well some, something you you were talking about um on cheat chat i believe it was um was that her appropriation of trap yeah and some of the worst qualities of trap and modern rap music uh to drake it up uh you know when drake says he has so many enemies Drake has no enemies, <laughs> but he has all of them though. He has no enemies, and 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 so and that's where that's where it's like laugh out loud funny to hear her say uh, not on one song like on a bunch of songs. No, it's the fact that to, to hear somebody in her position, a white woman with millions upon millions of dollars living in New York City, and you know what it is daring to put out a song gonna, saying that she has so much enemies. I'll be straight up about it. Taylor Swift looks at Kim Kardashian, yeah, and it's like Kim Kardashian's far more attractive than I am because I know a lot of women who do this in real life. Sure, like okay. a lot of my female friends will look at pictures of Kim Kardashian on the internet and be like, mm -hmm. "She is so hot. I could never be that hot. Her body is whatever. I could never have that." Okay, and then when that woman says, "You're a snake and you're a bitch and you suck," and then you go and you vanity search yourself on the internet. Which a lot of these pop stars do. Which, yeah. by the way, pop stars, stop vanity searching yourself on the internet because <laughs> you'll never find anything good about yourself. Taylor Swift vanity searches herself on Twitter because yeah. at Taylor Swift thirteen is the thing on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I'm sure on her personal phone she has access to her own personal Twitter. Yeah, so she does a vanity search. 
Taylor Swift, hashtag Taylor Swift, hashtag Taylor Swift reputation. And it's these people just saying things and it's like, I can't believe the so-and-so that, Said that yeah. you know, one, two, three, X, Y, Z, you know, at, you know, Facebook dot Twitter dot Snapchat dot com <laughs> says that I am a whore. You know, Why is she hating on me? Yeah, I, 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 I can't even. I mean, um, I mean, because remember, Taylor Swift was dissed on the E Network. Sure, that's that's fine. After but, having been dissed almost ten years prior on MTV, but all of the intelligent adults in, in the room <laughs> understand that. When you, again, I am, I'm fine that she did not make a political album. And I, I may, well, she did, but it's, it's fucking lame as shit. I, we're in a perilous state right here. Yeah. And by, because what's Trump about? Narcissism. Yeah. Petty things. I mean, just today. If you look, he said, well, I, I freed those basketball players from China, and they didn't personally thank me, so fuck them. They should have stayed in jail. Yeah. That's the president of the United yeah. States. So uh, you think about all these juvenile, and, and by juvenile- Big Baller I, Brand would have taken a big hit if that would have happened. Huh? Big Baller Brand would have taken a big hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know- Shout and, out to Lonzo. And so- we know what the culture is, and to to craft an album that s just simply plays to that audience, because that's the audience who elected them. They, right. I mean, this didn't happen by accident. People voted for him, and and we'll find out. It's, I personally believe like it was rigged, and I think he's going to end up in jail. There's and but but what we know on the surface is that this is what happened. And so we know these people are out here, and instead of, like, rising above, she revealed herself as one of those people. I mean, okay, so, like, everybody's kind of basic right now. Like, yeah. Okay, so, like, there's a problem. The, the big issue for me in America right now is that, and this plays into this album, mm -hmm. is that everybody's stunned. Yeah. Like, the people that are, like, because remember we talked about the split of the country. Like, the people would, who and, are privileged. Yeah. And the people who may even have privilege but don't play the privilege mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. The people who are privileged are stunned. They're stunned that their guy is the president. Yeah. Even if you don't like him, the fact that you actively have somebody. So, like, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who was of privilege. Mm -hmm. and And at, like, one or two percent of, you know, black America. Yeah. And they're like... Yeah, Trump is great because he's a non-moving target. Still one of my favorite terms to say. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're like a black person and you want to like get some stuff done, uh -huh. all you have to do is say, my thing is against him. Yeah. And people are immediately like, yeah, let's support it. Yeah. Whatever it yeah. is. Like, you know, free Cheetos for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Trump. Trump yeah. hates it. Yeah. Let's go. Like, it's, it's, it's easy. So... Like, she plays into that base really, really well. Of people yeah. who are just stunned by the idea that, like, whatever they want to do can immediately get done. Yep. Because he's right there. Like, and, it's, and it's crass, and it's gross, and it's uh, the last thing I expected from her. It's base shit capitalism at its worst. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and I think that's it. I think we're done. I yeah. think there's... 
Base shit capitalism at its worst. There you go. That's your. I, I, I don't need to get you to send me the hot take later. No, it's all good. That's it. So, I got you. So Taylor Swift's reputation. Uh, you probably already bought it. Who cares? There you go. Uh, that was um, mercifully short on our end. Uh, I don't say that often, uh, but uh, we, we try not to do negative reviews. We try to find the beauty in everything. That is, uh, that is sort of my mo in life in general. And sometimes there's just not any to be found. And uh, so it comes down to base capitalism, and that's where we're at. And Maybe not for a music podcast to to figure out how to get to a better place, but, you know, we had to talk about it. So, Taylor Swift's reputation. A million of you motherfuckers bought that. Maybe a few more will, and I'm sure all of you will see her in concert. And maybe, you know what, maybe we'll do an an addendum. We'll get uh, Eduardo in here. (laughs) Because he's a super fan. Um, That's it for our podcast for this week. Uh... Hopefully it's brief enough for you. And uh, if you liked what you heard, you can subscribe to us in iTunes. You can leave us a radio or a message there. It's actually called Apple Podcast now. Up on Google Play, Mixcloud, and Stitcher. We're always on the site at ChunkyGlasses.com. You can find us on the internet. Uh, I'll turn on the socials at, at ChunkyGlasses on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, Facebook.com slash ChunkyGlasses. It's, it's a theme, kids. It's called Branding. And we, we, we got it straight from the get-go so many years ago. Um, we also doing a little Patreon thing. So if you feel like supporting us that way, all the money goes to... This is an entire volunteer, uh, entirely volunteer effort. And all the money goes to the people who who graciously give their time. We've taken on some new people doing some track reviews for you. Basically, the whole goal is to get new music into your ears. Stuff that you, maybe you don't have time to look up. Maybe you don't... Uh, and maybe you wouldn't have heard from the sites you pay attention to. I don't know. Uh, but at any rate, you can support us uh, through that. You can do it by episode, by month, by week. Whatever you want to do, whatever amount is cool. And uh, and then all goes to sort of spread it around. So make these people feel like they're not working for nothing. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're going to be back on Thursday talking to you about Mavis Staples, which is the antithesis of what we just talked about. Her new album, If All It Was Was Black, is amazing. It's one of the best albums of the year, and uh, Marcus is going to be back talking about that with me, so please, tune in then. Until then, uh, happy Thanksgiving if you're into that sort of thing, uh, and hopefully you get to enjoy your family, enjoy your people, and uh, make sure, you know, we know Thanksgiving is a little can be stressful and whatnot, but uh, be good to them. Always be good to your people. Because uh, hopefully your people are good to you. That's it. Talk to you in a few. I still hear guitars in the air as we sat in the sand.
<laughs> 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 Kenobi.